For all of the exceptional, out of the ordinary, uncommon, unorthodox, non-conforming people, if you've ever been told that there was something very different about you, this podcast is for you. For everyone that's unusual, I welcome you. This podcast is for everyone who's ready to go to the next level with wisdom, with practical biblical teaching, and lessons about everyday life. I welcome you to the Rare and Radical Podcast with your host, Tierra London. Hey, y'all. So this is officially the third season of the Rare and Radical Podcast, and I'm super excited about all that God is doing. I just want to say thank you to all of my listeners and supporters um, just for being so um amazing. I'm so thankful for what God has done within the last six months, and I cannot wait to see what he does. But I have a super special guest, and she's one of my good friends. Um, Miss Reginique is our first special guest for the first, well, the actual third season of the first episode. So, Reginique, how are you? I am doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I just love Reginique. We literally, if we don't talk every day, I mean, if we literally don't talk, like, audibly every day, we text every day, but we uh, just yeah. keep in touch with each other. <laughs> She's one of my um, accountability partners, and I'm just super excited to see what God is. What I'm so excited to see all that God is doing and all that he's about to do. So, Reginique, yeah. can you just introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes. Yeah, so, um my name is Reginique, as Tierra said, and I am from New Orleans, but I live in Atlanta. Um, I am a licensed social worker by day, um, and I work with cancer patients. So I work with patients who are in the process of being treated um, for cancer, and I help them navigate throughout that cancer process and help them address any type of um, psychosocial barriers that may arise. So that's what I do by day, but I'm also, also, I'm sorry, I said also, I'm also the um, founder of Sister Shining Corporation, which is a nonprofit organization in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and what we do is we help girls discover their authentic potential and let their light shine in the world. Um, and we do that through, um, we host, right now we host like more so like workshops, but we are going to get into one-on-one mentoring, group mentoring, um, and things like that. Literally, you just answered the first question when I was going to say, um, can you tell us about Sister Shine, Inc.? I think that what you're doing is so amazing, which leads me to the next question. How important is it to discern the voice of God when it comes to mentorship and leading God's people? Well, in your your case, you're leading God's daughters, and, you know, we're so delicate and special in his eyes. So um, what, what is your answer to that question? Yes, so um, I think that that is a great question, and I think one of the most important things you have to do when you're in a position to pour is always seek God and um, get a better understanding for what he wants to tell his child because although, you know, many of us, we face similar adversities, but we are all so different, and um, we're called to gain different takeaways from the experiences that we have, Um, and God's plans for us are all so different. So um, it's very important to discern the voice of God when you're speaking to his children because you don't want to speak from your experiences, right? You don't want to speak from 
what happened to you, and if this happened to me, then you can take this wisdom. No, you have to literally see God and say, God, what do you want your child to gain from this experience? Because I don't want to give them what I believe is right. I want to give them what you believe, um, what not what you believe is right, but what you're saying. And so um, it's so easy to um, deter and, like, distract God's children um, by the words that we speak. Um, so it's so important that we seek him because those words that we speak to his children, they have lasting, they may have only taken a minute to come out of our mouths, but they leave lasting imprints on the hearts of God's children. Um, so it's probably one of the most important things in the world to do when you're leading people, when you're called to pour into people, um, just making sure that you're speaking what God is speaking about them and not what sounds good or what we want to say. And that is so true, Janique, because sometimes we we can allow our flesh to overtake and we will yes. mislead the misguide people because, you know, carnal minds, you know, we feel like just because it sounds good, like you said, it's the right thing to say, but if we don't discern the voice of God, um, mm-hmm. we can mishandle and mislead God's people, and we definitely don't want that. Um, yes. I'm really afraid to um, even yes. feel the wrath of God. <laughs> yes. So... That that was such a significant answer, and I think that um, discern discern the the ability to discern is power in itself, and especially yes. because you know the Bible says that God's sheep know His voice, and the stranger they won't yes. follow. And that just comes from actually spending time with Him and listening to Him and knowing, you know, we feel it in our hearts. We know what when God is pulling on us or tugging on us, and we know when He wants us to speak, and we know when He doesn't. And sometimes, you know, the enemy will try to force us to believe that what we're feeling is right when we know that it's wrong. So that's yes. extremely important. Yeah. I have another Absolutely. question for you. Okay. What can you say has been the most significant moment with Sister Shine Inc.? Okay. Um, so one of the most significant moments that I've had was when I had a luncheon party, um, and I had my party at a local church, and I invited people in the community to come and gain more information on Sister Shine. And I wasn't expecting um, a certain group of people to come, but one of the case managers in for a foster um, care organization here in Atlanta, she brought three girls with her, and they were all sisters. Um, and when they came in, and saw all that I had planned, it was almost as if, like, the light had, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, light had just finally shined on them. And um, literally God reminded me of why he called Sister Shine to come into existence. Because these girls, they came from, like, difficult backgrounds. They had trouble past the young. They were all sisters, and the youngest was 11, and she was already in an alternative school. Um, and the others were 14 and 15, and I, I asked them a question. I said, what are some of the goals that you all have? And literally the 15-year-old girl told me that her goal was to stop smoking. And I was just like, wow, wow like, experienced and so much and she's only 15 and she was beautiful she had a bright future like I could literally see all that God had planned to do in her life she had such a like her spirit was just so it was just it was amazing and I was just so heartbroken because I was like she may never fully get to see all that God has for her not because she's not worthy of it but because of her environment and it was then when I learned, like, the importance of positive role modeling. 
um, because we can easily become a product of our environment. And so many girls repeat the cycles of abuse, of poverty, and all of these other traumatic experiences um, because they haven't seen anything outside of their neighborhood because they don't know anything. And so that um, was one of the most significant moments in my life because it not in my life, but in the life and the, the time span that Sister Sean has been operating because God reminded me in a moment that, Virginique, this is what I called you to do. I didn't, you know, sometimes we can get caught up in platforms and things like that, but in that moment, God said, it's not even about a microphone. It's literally about doing the work and making sure that my daughters, regardless of whatever life they go on to live, you just make sure that you remind them of my promises to them, remind them that they are able, remind them, show them what I've done through your life because I am a girl who is a product of my environment. And although I may have not gone to alternative school, you know, I wasn't promiscuous. I wasn't smoking weed. I wasn't doing any of these things. But I was broken on the inside. I was broken emotionally because of the things that I had experienced and the things that I had seen my parents go through. And God was able to mend my broken heart, and he was able to do so many amazing things through me, things that I couldn't have ever even dreamt of when I was a 14- or 15-year-old girl. And so God reminded me that that I want you, I want your story to give me glory, and this is how I'm going to do it. And so that was one of the most significant um, moments that I've had since um, Sister Shine has been into existence. I think that it's it's so crazy, Reginique, because you literally just a- answered my next question, and I was about to ask you what's your mm-hmm. why. But I think wow. when we understand the magnitude of the assignment, and when when, when we realize it's not about us, like, God mm-hmm. could have literally chosen anybody to be the founder and creator and the CEO of Sister Shine, Inc., but he chose you. Like, it just wow. shows how much God sees in us, even when we don't see it in ourselves. Yeah. And when we understand that it's not about us, like, there are people that you're assigned to, and if you don't mm-hmm. get in position, those people are going to continue to suffer because you refuse to walk in obedience. So I think that um, what you're doing is definitely admirable because I know for sure that you are a woman of integrity and um, everything you do is from a pure place, and I know that you have the heart of God, and it's it's just a beautiful yes. thing. <laughs> and it leads me to my next question. But you know what I love about the Holy Spirit is because all of what we're discussing is just flowing into the questions that I had yes. for you. Um, and I just love how God works. So you're a millennial, mm-hmm. but you understand the pressure and the weight of being a vessel. Um, what advice would you give young women who are called to be on the front line? You know, when I say mm-hmm. front line, it's not just in ministry like a platform, a microphone, just, just being a vessel for God. I mm-hmm. think that people don't really understand the magnitude of the assignment, and so mm-hmm. sometimes you know, people get caught up into the popularity and being known, but it's so much more it's so much more to it. You know, we have to fight off all these different demons. We have to um consecrate, we have to fast, we have to deny ourselves, we really have to do so much that people don't see. So mm-hmm. what advice would you give young women who who are called to be on the front line? I would say to keep your eyes not on the prize. Well, keep your eyes on the prize, but the pride is always going to be Jesus. Um, always look to him because he is the author and he's the finisher of our faith. 
Um, it's going to be two things I'm going to say. The first thing I'm going to say is that there is no perfect story. Um, perfection does not exist. And when you try to work for people's affection, when you try to work for people's praise, you take on this um, responsibility to be perfect. And God has not called you to be perfect. God has called you to be con- um, continually processed. God has called you to be um, continually purified. He's going to do the perfecting as long as you continue to yield to him. So the first thing I'm going to say is that there is no perfect story. And don't allow um, comparison and what you see your sister doing um, to negate what God is doing in you um, because God is doing amazing things in you, but you have to keep your eyes on him and not be distracted by what you're, by the race that your sister is um, running or anything else that other people are doing. Celebrate with them, encourage them, but keep your eyes on what Jesus is doing in your life. And so that's going to be the that's first thing good. I'm going to say. And the second thing I'm going to say is know your value. Know your value, and that oh, is one so of the good. things that I am a preacher of value. I am a preacher of value. Lord knows that I am. Like, because when you don't know your value, the world will always give you the lowest price. The world will Come always on, tell so you good. the lowest price. That, Girl. that is so good. Yes. Oh, wow. That, you can, mm. that, that'll preach all by itself. Girl. Oh, wow. Yes, 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 yes. When God created you, he created you whole, and he created you purposeful. Every detail about you was literally intricately designed. You are literally a work of art, and it's so important that you know that because the world that you see, the life that you see, everything that you see is going to be a result of how you see yourself. And if you don't value yourself, no one else will. People will love me tell you something. People will love you to death love you to death, family included, but they will only treat you the way that you treat yourself. You have to hold Come people on. accountable for treating you the way that God treats you. And that is so important for us to know because when God spoke his word over you, he affirmed you. He affirmed who you were before you were even conceived. And it is, um, but it's your responsibility to reinforce that in the in your life. You have to reinforce that to people and cause people to treat you that way because, um, it's so important, and you treat you treat you teach people how to treat you. When you value yourself, word. when you value your experiences, when you value your past, people begin to see. Oh my goodness! Like she's not doing well right now. Like if I was in her shoes, I would be upset. I would be depressed. I would be all of these different things. But they see you loving yourself even in spite of your flaws. That encourages them to love themselves. Like it, we have to get out of thinking that. You know, um, not even about the perfection thing, but we have to get out of treating ourselves less than. We have to get out of allowing our imperfections to speak for us because we are perfectly, the Bible says we were fearfully and wonderfully made. That is the end of the matter. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we have we have to remember that. Reginique, you dropping jewels. Ma'am, <laughs> girl, yes, 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 because that's something that I have struggled with all of my life. I've struggled with rejection, um, and it's caused me to try to earn, to try to work for people's affection and for their attention, and at the same time, it caused me to compare myself to other people because I never felt worthy enough. So that's why I say when I'm a preacher of worth and value, I literally am because I want God's daughters, God's children 
to know how much he is proud of them. I want them I want them to know how much he put on the inside of them. God is amazing. Like that and he loves us so much. He poured everything into earthen vessels. Like that is amazing to me. That's amazing to me. Like even on your worst day, God could not love you any more than he already does. That's freeing. You know what what blows me is just like how intentional he is. Like, when you actually think about how how intentional he is, like, Reginique, we could have been a part of any generation. We could have been born in any era. But yes. God knew in 2020 that he would need us to be the light. And I just think that there's so much power in yes. it. Like, no yes. one else can think like God does. Like, yes. his ways are literally not our ways. And when I just think think about how intentional he is, it just blows my mind. Like, God, I mean, it, it literally it literally leaves me speechless because I'm just like no one else can think like this. No one yes. else can do what God what God does. Like He's just unmatched. Yes, 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 yes. He is all knowing. It blows my mind too. Sometimes I sit and I think, and I'm like, wow. Like even before I was here, you had this day planned. It's amazing. Like, like our life was already written. Yes. Like he he declared the ending before the beginning, and it's, it's the so beginning. much power in that. Like mm-hmm. God knew exactly where we would be, the time and yeah. everything, and he's just that powerful. And I just yeah. think that, you know, as women, we just have to understand who we are, um, how God sees us. And, and, and the importance and the value that is on our life because yeah. so many times women can be devalued by so many different things. And, mm. you know, most times people see it as an aspect of relationships, but it com- being devalued comes from so much. And I think that yeah. once a woman is stripped from her value, she just loses, you know, yeah. the way, you know, you know God me. sees her. And she loses her hope. She loses her hope. And that's a danger. It's dangerous to lose your hope because the Bible says that it's impossible. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. When you lose your faith, your hope that God, that your tomorrow is going to be better than today, that God is going to still do exceedingly abundantly above in your life, you absolutely, you have nothing else to live for. And that's a dangerous place to be in because you, when you feel like you have nothing to lose, you end up taking risks. You end up engaging in, like, um, at-risk behaviors. You do all of these things because you don't feel seen, because you don't feel like your life matters. And that is so far from the truth. It's so far from the truth. Every one of our lives matters. Like, there is so much that God has poured out. He's literally poured out his spirit onto us. His spirit lives on the inside of us. There are Call, there's a calling on each and every one of our lives, and only we can perform it. That's the beauty that of it. The we, can be doing, we can be doing the same thing, but we do it differently because it's the it's the. I all think you should us. really. I, I think that's what we have to understand. Like when God created the earth and the heavens, I mean, He, like you're a social worker. And there's a million other social workers, but there are people that you're you're assigned to by God. Yeah. Like that's how intentional He is. Like I work at a bank, and it's it's not by 
coincidence that God put me at a specific place in a specific uh, geographical location. Like, that's mm-hmm. just how intentional he is because there are certain people that we have to meet, to witness to, to minister to, to be the light to. And we never know how God is going to use us. That's why it's so important to really understand yes. what you're called to do and just be obedient because God equips us. And that's what I'm learning day by day. We don't. We try so hard to depend on our strength, and we'll mm. never get it done if we look to ourselves. You know, yes, but Lord. if we depend on God completely, and we realize that without Him we can't do it, that's when He steps in. Like that blows my mind in itself. I'm just like, wow. Blows my mind. It's like, and I think sometimes God wants. Sometimes God wants to get us to that place where we have nothing what we have nothing left and we have no choice but to rely on his spirit and his strength. Because a lot of times we operate out of self. We operate out of our own self sufficiency. And when we do that, we rob people from truly seeing God's glory because we show them ourselves. We show them our pride. We show them our muscles, what we're able to do. And that's why God sometimes allows things to happen to us so that he can get us in this place where we have nothing left. And then he says, you know what, now I can build. Now I can build on you because you're at rock bottom. I couldn't build on you when you were up and coming because when everything was good because you would have flirted with pride and you would have thought that you did this for yourself and I want to I wanted to always I wanted to get the glory out of this because ultimately that's what it's about. Everything that we have, every platform, everything that God has given us is to bring other people into the light of God. It's to save people by showing them his glory. It's to glorify him because We have to understand that nothing that we do, I mean, I, you know, originally what I'm learning is it's like God could, he could choose anybody. <laughs> like, I just, and that blows my mind, but he always chooses one who he knows will give him the credit, that will give him the glory, that will yeah. make his name great. And it's like, I can't do this on my own. I'm a mess without God. I'll make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. I'll say the wrong thing. But when yep. I'm dependent, dependent upon the Holy Spirit, he leads me and guides me. Because yep. think about all of those babies that you're called to reach. And I say babies because I feel like, you know, we're just, you know. <laughs> but you're called to reach and, and you're called to lead in God and, you know, show them the way. Like God could have. He knew that you had the right heart and the posture to be a yes. minister and to, the, uh, to be a light to them. And he knew that they would need you. And it's just, that's a beautiful thing that I it's love so about beautiful. God. It's precious. It's, it's so precious because, man, every one of God's children is important. And, like, he will literally put you on an assignment, even if it's to save one person. Because he values that's all of us there. so deeply. Oh my goodness, he said something there. Girl, yes. And and that's 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 the power in it. It's like God will leave the ninety nine to go get that one. Yes. Regina, I yes. feel like we we kind of preaching right now. But... Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he will. Like he God will. will literally leave the ninety nine to go get mm-hmm. that one because that one is so important to him. That so one even is so- if you only minister to one, you save one, you bring one to 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 Christ, you've done more than enough. 
You've done more than enough. You've done what Jesus did. You know, heaven rejoices when people, you know, give their lives over to Christ, and that's the beauty of it. And I think that as long as, you know, we continue to have the right heart posture and we continue to allow God to use us and we continue to yield to him daily, I just believe that God, we have not seen the hand of God in, in I think that we haven't even scratched the surface, Reginique. That mm-hmm. um, that alone blows my mind. It's just like we, when we do something for God, we get so excited about it. And God is like, well, that's really nothing to what I'm going to do through you. And right. that just, you know, because, you know, we just actually did a, um, a virtual slumber party. And, you know, we were all so excited about what God did, and it's just like, God is like, I'm not finished. I'm not done. And I literally get excited to know that we get to minister and to be the light to God's daughters because this kind of an assignment is not meant to be taken lightly um, in any kind of way. You know, they look – they look to you for answers, and they look to yeah. you to be the light, and they, they they hold you to a standard. And um, I'm just like, Lord, you know, sometimes we feel like we're not qualified, but God yeah. is beyond what we see. And, and you know what? There's something say. here. Go huh? ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I was listening. And that's why they always say God doesn't give us everything, because if God showed us everything that he was going to do in us and through us, we'll run. <laughs> we will run. Listen, I will. Like, God, I can't do I'm that. First, I will be the first one to be like, all right, I'm going to head out. Like, mm-mm. No, like, you going to do what? How are you going to do that? Because then we start saying, we be, we begin to get like Moses, like, I don't talk. I don't talk right. Like, how are you going to use me? Like, wait, no. Do you know what I did? Like, no, you can't possibly use me. Do you know what I'm doing? For some of us, it's do you know what I'm doing? You going to use me? Oh, my goodness. That will preach all by itself right there. Come on, Jeremiah. It was, I mean, it was so many people that we can reverence in the Bible that were yes. just like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, that, no, God, give me something else. But he foresees all of it, and he knows yep. the ending. And so I'm excited, Reginique. I know you yep. are. And um, I have one last question. Okay. Where do you see Sister Sean Inc. in the next two to three years? So in the next two to three years, um, I really want to have a storefront for Sister Shine. That's one of my um, desires to have an actual, not a building, but maybe an office location where I can hold my own um, monthly, biweekly meetings for the girls, um, where we can um, have our interactive workshops and things like that. I want to obtain our 501c3, so we'll, be, so we'll finally be recognized as a um, non-exempt, um, I think it's called non-exempt or exempt, um, nonprofit organization, and I'm working on that now. So hopefully by the end of the year we'll have that. Um, I want congratulations. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I want to move from doing solely community-based work. I want to get into the school systems. I want Sister Shines to be even in some of the alternative schools. I have connections with some of the foster care agencies where we can go and provide the. Um, provide the groups 
for those girls who have been um, removed out of those out of their the homes from their moms and their dads. I just see Sister Shine making such a lasting impact on the lives of God's daughters, and I am just so excited. I know that I have not seen all that he's going to do. Like the things that I'm mentioning are small things as compared to what God is going to do um, through Sister Shine. I'm excited about partnering with other women who are doing the same work with young girls, with older women, and just ultimately just just being the light. Like my Sister Shine, we um, – our, our mission is to help other girls um, let their light shine by helping them come into the understanding of their gifts and their talents. So if I'm going to encourage someone to make it to let their light shine, then I have to be letting my light shine. Um, and I have to be comfortable with my, uh, with my sisters letting their light shine. And so that's what I want to do, and that's what I want to show um, young girls. I want to show them that you don't have to compare yourself to your sister. You can collaborate with your sister. Even what we're doing now on your podcast, you don't have to compare yourself. You, God wants you to connect with your sister. God wants you to um, encourage your sister in love to continue running her race. He wants you to pour into her. He wants you to help her in whatever way that she needs help. And so that's what I want to do. I want to be a help. I want to be um, a support. I want to be an encourager. And when I say I, I mean Sister Shine because Sister Shine is like my baby. And so when I see her, I like I'm I'm talking about myself. It's like, oh my goodness. But that's ultimately what I want. I want Sister Shine to do like everything that the Lord has called for um, her to do. And I, I pray for her because I'm like, you know, Lord, I don't want her to die prematurely. I don't want to have birthed something that soon withers away because you have need for her here and you call for for her, you called her for such a time as this. So I know that whatever God wants to do is going to be done, but those are just some of the smaller things that I see um, Sister Shine doing in the next two to three years. Um, you know what, Reginique, I think you, God is going to literally, I know for sure that he's literally going to blow your mind. Um, yes. Impact is such a big deal to me because it, it, it doesn't do enough for us to do all of this stuff and there's no impact. Um, yeah. You know, ministering and, and, and being the light and, and doing all of this great stuff if there's no lasting impact. So I yes. definitely believe without a doubt that God is going to blow your mind. But yes. before we end this podcast, I definitely believe that um, you're advancing the kingdom, and I just want you to share your social media outlet um, in a way in case our listeners want to sow a seed or donate or be a blessing to Sister Shine, Inc. Um, Share it. Could you please share that with our followers? Yes. So um, my personal page is Reg Refined, and that's R-E-G as in golf, R-E-F. I-N-E-D, and it's the X um, letter, and it's the number one. So for Sister Shine, um, if you want to donate, you can go to www.sistershineinc.org, or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sister Shine, and that's S-I-S-T-E-R, Shine, S-H-I-N-E, Inc., I-N-C. Reginique, I'm I'm literally excited to actually just go back and listen to this myself. And you know what's so crazy? Um, I don't like listening to myself. 
Really? I just, you know, it's so strange. Um, it's, it I'm is. You know what? To go back and listen to this episode. Um, I just want to say thank you. I'm super excited for all that God is doing in your life, and I know that um, you haven't even scratched the surface yet. Um, I just want to thank you for um, even encouraging our um, listeners and um, praying much, much favor, um, increased success, um, yes, divine connection, and all of that. Um, I'm praying that God will just blow your mind even the more um, as you continue to walk in obedience and you keep your heart pure. I'm so yes. thankful for you. I just want to say thank you for being a part. And um, until next time, this is Tierra London with the Rare and Radical Podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.